1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between— offering a genuine glimpse into his world.
4: The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get.
3: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: From the Berkshires to the sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball now here's baseball hall of fame voter number 83 rob parker
4: welcome into the podcast i'm your host rob parker and what a show we have for you today it's a very special new york city vacation edition of inside the parker let's go
5: To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep them up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball.
4: Number one. So it is a vacation edition of Inside the Parker. I'm in New York. Normally, you know, I'm in Los Angeles. And of course, being in New York, I'm going to baseball games. I went to a Yankees game on Father's Day at the stadium. I went to a Mets Braves tilt on Tuesday night at City Field so I've been covering baseball catching baseball in that Yankees game on Sunday on Father's Day I was there for the triple play which ended the game which was pretty amazing and uh last night uh, of course the Braves beat the Mets but I want to talk about the Yankees and what's going on I mean they're still in the hunt they're still above 500 but my goodness something has to change Last night against the Royals in the game that they lost, Garrett Cole had the lead in the eighth inning, and somehow the Yankees still lost it. But they were 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position, and they left 13 men on base all night and lost 6 to 5. And the Yankees are really scuffling, batting 2-17 with runners in scoring position, which is incredible. And the Yankees now... Only two other teams in baseball are worse than the Yankees 211 bat, 217 batting average. And that's the Pittsburgh Pirates at 211 and the Milwaukee Brewers at 203. So this team is like all or nothing, swinging for the fences, home runs or strikeouts. I mean, they're not driving in runs. They're leaving guys on base. They're not making contact, moving people over sacrifice flies. This has to stop. I mean, this is, this is mind boggling how bad the Yankees are. And yet they're still over 500, which is shocking. And they're still in the playoff hunt. Number two. Yes, sir. Two way sensation. Show. Hey, me, the money. Otani. That's what I like to call them. That's right. Made history again on Wednesday. And uh, as he, hit for himself as the pitcher and was second in the batting lineup against the Giants, right? Even with the designated hitter rules in place, it marked the first time in major league history that an American league team chose not to use the DH and a national league team used one. Uh, Alex Dickerson was the DH for the uh, Giants and he hit second. And of course, Otani, uh, made history by doing that. It's just it, – it, this is an unbelievable um, year to watch this guy be a two-way player and uh, continue to swing the bat well and pitch well. Uh, Otani was making his 11th start of the year. He entered Wednesday's game tied for the major league lead in home runs with 23, uh, is hitting 269 in 68 games. Um, And he's also set a career high in making the 11th start. Uh, He had made 10 starts in his rookie year in 2018. So he's doing it all. Uh, I think he looks like he could be the MVP of the American League, no matter where the Angels finish. But uh, what a guy. He is must-see TV. Otani every day making history for baseball. Number three. Good news for the Home Run Derby. Pete Alonzo, the Mets smasher, has decided that he is going to partake in the home run derby in Denver. That's great news. Um, he will defend his title from two years ago. Of course, there was no all-star game, no home run derby uh, last year during the pandemic. And uh, the first baseman announced on Instagram Wednesday that he will indeed participate in his second career derby next month, next month in July after winning that derby in 2019. So that is good news to see the big man swing the big bat. Otani has announced that he is going to be a part of the home run derby as well. And everybody knows the home run derby has become uh, a must-see event, um, you know, and rivaling the, the all-star game itself. And it's great that unlike the NBA where some, of the biggest stars don't want to participate in it. Here, some of the biggest stars in the game want to participate in the Home Run Derby, and I think it's great. It's a great way to sell a game. It's exciting, and uh, that's great news. Can't wait. I will be in Denver for that All-Star game and give you an All-Star edition of the Inside the Parker, so stay tuned for that.
5: It's time for the Pocket Protector Centro. The analytic numbers you need to know.
4: Well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony?
6: The beauty of baseball in the StatCast era is every little detail is now recorded for nerds like me to fawn over. But the metrics that have come along a little more slowly than others are the fielding numbers. But what we're seeing now, though, is the glove work start to become more common. Let's have some fun with sabermetrics, shall we? First off, any batted ball to the outfield comes down to catch probability, which is the likelihood for a ball to be caught, with metrics like opportunity time, that is, the moment the ball is released by the pitcher, and the distance needed to make that catch. The metric outs above average is the sum of all batted balls hit to an outfielder where the play is either credited to their overall number or debited if they don't make the play. For example, a fielder makes a catch on a ball with a 25% catch probability, he gets a plus 0.75 to his season long ledger. Though, if he doesn't make that play, it's a minus 0.25. Now, with those catch probabilities, they're divided into categories from 1 star, which is a 91 to 95% catch probability, to 5 star, which is 0 to 25. This year, Boston's Kike Hernandez has the most five-star catches with three, while a pair of Rays lead in outs above average, as Manuel Margot and Brett Phillips prove their value to keep balls from falling, even if their offense has been a bit shaky. And a reminder, it's not just about dingers and strikeouts anymore.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.
1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Protect your dream home
2: with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available
6: in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6,000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
7: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same or Oh, yeah. And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: That's right.
5: right. That ball is... It was a big week in the big leagues.
7: Who's up? Who's
8: up? I don't believe it!
5: My, oh, my! Is it foul or is it fair? And now... From MLBBro.com. Here's JR Gamble.
4: All right. Normally on Foul Affair, we just throw it to JR Gamble from MLBBro.com and he does his thing. But this whole pitching and goo gate and all that stuff going on, there ain't enough time to just have him do it by himself. So we're going to break ranks on our normal uh, Foul Affair segment and we're going to do a debate old-fashioned debate me and jr gamble jr says it's foul what major league baseball is doing to the pitchers and making them change on the fly and yours truly says it's fair because you know what these rules are already on the books jr you have the floor and what's your problem with major league baseball cracking
8: heads and undressing pitchers on the mound No way. That's baseball getting in in its own way again, Rob. Listen, baseball is all about what? We can't change the game. Continuity. Baseball has a flow to it, a cadence that's being disrupted by these constant checks for goo and glob and substances. (laughs) It's more disruptive, brother, than anything. We saw it in the Phillies Nationals game where you have a Hall of Fame pitcher, a guy that has put in work one world series, you know, and he's harassed several times by the umpires. And then Joe Girardi uses the rule to his favor to try to, you know, throw them off. That's not what the, you, the rules intended for. It's not to do Jedi mind tricks with the pitchers and get them thrown off their game. No. I, I got you, but here's my argument. The rules are
4: on the books already. No. You're not supposed to be gooing balls up and all that They let them get away with it. And here's my other point. Baseball can't wait. We're on our way to the worst offensive year in the history of baseball. More strikeouts than base hits. Uh, The lowest team batting league average ever in the game. We're talking about this is all-time low, so we need to fix this. The pitchers have a huge advantage, and it ain't right. This game got to be corrected, and we can't wait for next year. Let's get it right, and let's get this thing fixed and, and make it competitive again so batters have a chance against pitchers. That's all I'm saying, Jr. I hear you. It's a it's sh- it's sticker shock because everybody's not ready for it,
8: but you shouldn't be doing balls. You shouldn't be doing it. That and You're talking about the batters not being able to hit. That's if it's the pitchers that's making the batters not hit and the spin rate and the goo that's making the batters not hit. To me, you're giving these guys an excuse. Wait a minute. The we got Jacob. Jacob, De, Jacob DeGrom has a 0.50 ERA. When Can't we get past the, five innings. So all it right, all but, evens out in the end. But,
4: but his ERA is ridiculous. When Bob Gibson had a 1.12, you know what baseball did? They lowered the mound the next year. Because yeah. it was an advantage between the next him year and,
8: and Mickey Lowledge and, and, and people like that. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Listen, Rob, if it was that bad, then, like I said, we have to blame the Little League coaches, the high school coaches, these AAU coaches, these developmental coaches for teaching this boomer bus launch angle style of hitting. Isn't it ironic that a guy like Michael Brantley, who when I spoke to an All-Star game a couple of years ago, he said, look, my dad didn't let me do nothing but hit line drives. When everybody on my team was hitting home runs, he said, "Look, you're gonna go far by hitting line drives." Michael Brantley's hitting 353. Rob Guerrero's hitting 340. Trey Turner, Jesse Winker, Cedric Mullins, Nick Castellanos—they're hitting 340, 330. Maybe they need to get some hitting jobs on major league teams <laughs> and stop blaming the pitchers because you're talking about batting averages being down. I'm seeing guys with Tony Gwynn numbers, one through ten. In the league, so something's got to give. It can't all be because you're wearing goo and sticky stuff, you know, and and rubbing your bottom.
4: I got you. I mean, that's a fair argument. But we are seeing historic, and you're right. A lot of it has to do with guys swinging for the fences and yeah. large angles, and I get that. But the shift doesn't help. Doesn't help, you know, like I- taking away hits. Guys hit the ball right up the middle, and there's third baseman in, in center field. That well, ain't I
8: right. Agree with that. That doesn't have anything that but but my brother, that doesn't have anything to do with sticky stuff. Oh, I know, to- but I'm saying, but when you when you add all of that together mm-hmm.
4: with that, the hits and then the pitching the pitchers, we've had a record number of no hitters. We, we have, have right. Okay, so there's gotta be something that ain't right. We never had we're we're just in June and we got six no hitters and the record is six for a whole year. We might have 12 no hitters if we play out the whole year. Something has to be Fixed, and I get it. It's not all the goo, but the goo is an issue. And I think pitchers already know that they've been let off the hook for a long time. They just got to clean their rack, though.
8: Okay. Before I finish demolishing you in this argument, let's just (laughs) let's just let's just say this. All right. The pitchers don't need to be harassed right now. This wasn't the time to do it, and I don't think that is going to solve the problem. All it does is make the fans upset because I've been gauging what the fans think on our various platforms, including our best platform, MLBbro.com. I've been gauging. They don't like it. White, black, Chinese, Asian, big, tall, or otherwise, none of the fans like this. And look at how the pitchers reacted in the game the other night. I just think that it's baseball trying to force the issue. I'm glad they have somebody on their side with you. It might be you and no one else. <laughs> you and the commissioner are the only two people that think this is a good idea, brother. Let me get
4: uh, Manfred on the phone here yeah. it's all ASAP. My, my man, uh, Jr. Gamble, of course, a the pleasure. managing editor of uh, MLBBro.com. If you haven't checked out the site, it's fantastic, and uh, his debate was good. But
8: I don't know. I but still you need a tissue. I got you.
4: Yeah. All right. There he is, Jr. <laughs> Gamble. Appreciate
8: Later. you. Appreciate you. <laughs> Turn money into more money.
5: Now it's time for Betting on the Bases with Dave Gascot. Love
8: that money. Love that money
9: jumping right into this with you. It looks like that kind of a season for the Padres and the Dodgers. San Diego's gotten the better of L.A. in recent days. I'm taking both of these teams on Friday night, in particular San Diego. They get the lowly Arizona Diamondbacks at home at Petco Park. Diamondbacks have set a major league baseball record for an aptitude on the road. Historic drawback for them. So I'm taking the Padres, the run line and the Padres money line. Take those two to the bank. I'm also taking the Dodgers at home against the Chicago Cubs and not fare well earlier this season in the Windy City so I'm taking Los Angeles there on top of all that I also have the Milwaukee Brewers at home they get the Colorado Rockies were also awful on the road this season you look at the National League West in fact you got the Diamondbacks and the Rockies that are the tail end of this division and of course San Francisco, LA and San Diego the top dogs it is a top heavy division Rockies and the Diamondbacks you fade them all the way out
5: When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new.
4: All right, now let's welcome to the podcast a longtime friend of mine. Man, this guy knows more baseball than I can even remember. Branson Wright, who's a film maker and also a freelance sports writer for the Undefeated and a guy who I know from way back who even covered minor league baseball when he first got into journalism. What's up, Branson Wright? How are you? Hey, I'm good, Rob. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Tell people, man, what you cover the Michigan Whitecaps, didn't you?
10: Yeah, the the West Michigan Whitecaps. And it was such a good way to, to jump into the league. My first year, uh, we had a guy named Alex Rodriguez playing in Appleton, had a guy named Billy Wagner pitching. And I think he was on one of the Iowa teams. I can't remember uh, the Houston Astros, what, what was their affiliate. Uh, but it was just uh, Francisco Cordero was in the league. I mean, it was so many good players. And to see them start, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, and just to see how they developed makes you feel old, and especially since they're all retired now, but you got to see some good baseball while these guys are at a younger age.
4: No doubt. Unbelievable. I, I still remember those days, man. We used to talk baseball. You know where I, where I am with baseball. But, but you wrote a piece for the undefeated. This is why I was like, we got to talk. You wrote a piece that I enjoyed uh, about Ricky Weeks and his uh, historically black college uh, historically black college and university, uh, baseball career. And, you know, people don't know that about him, but you write about, he's one of the greatest college players, you know, from an HBCU, just talk about Ricky Weeks and and his career during college. And now, uh, what he's doing to, uh, help, uh, younger kids get into baseball. Well, what I loved
10: about the Ricky Weeks story, and, and Rob, I don't know how you feel about analytics, and,
0: and I hate them. Like I okay. hate them. Okay, em. okay.
10: thank bad. you, thank you, thank you. You know, but but I'll say this: analytics has its place, but it can't determine everything. It can't be hundred percent of of how you judge baseball. Now I say that because Ricky Weeks was not recruited out of high school. And he went to a good baseball program in Florida. He had some players on his team that went to the majors and got drafted and went to college. And this guy just wasn't looked at because, you know, we're not on television, but the air quotes, he he didn't look like a baseball player. He was a right. skinny kid under six feet. So as we all know, the eyes, let your eyes be the judge. So a Red Scout happened to be in Florida. He was a cross-checker. He was down in Florida helping out some of the other guys with the Reds. And they were looking at some other kid, and this cross-checker saw him, and he went to Southern. So he called the coach at Southern and said, hey, you you may want to look at this kid. So one scholarship offer to Southern. He gets to Southern, hits over 400 his freshman year, Wins the batting title in his second year, batting 495. Not softball, 495 in baseball.
4: And this is the NCAA batting title, correct? Yes, yes, yes.
10: Then the next year he wins it again. It was a down year. He hit 479.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. He was really slumming that year.
10: <laughs> so as these great numbers, uh, he do- he did something that I don't know if it'll ever happen again. He won the Golden Spikes Award which is the best college player in the nation from an HBCU. So, and and he gets drafted, but what I just got to go back, Rob, he just, you know, he didn't have the analytics and people, somebody just needed to see him and that could judge baseball. And I always have to go to, from my alma mater, University of Cincinnati, Sandy Koufax was there to play basketball. He happened to be playing in a baseball game. A scout, Dodger scout, happened to come by on his way to Kentucky to see somebody. And Sandy Koufax was there pitching. He wouldn't have went there that day. Sandy Koufax may not have become who he is. But analytics probably showed that he wasn't a good pitcher.
4: Right. No, you know what? I'm with you. (laughs) And and our guest is uh, Branson Wright, who's a filmmaker and a, a freelance journalist. Writes great pieces for the undefeated dot com, a part of ESPN.com, and uh, has covered baseball for a long time, knows the game, somebody I respect, his baseball knowledge. Because, you know, baseball, there's two sports you can't fake, Branson. You can't fake baseball and you can't fake hockey. If you don't know those two, you know, (laughs) if you don't know those two games, man, people people know right away. Am I right? You're right. You're right. And I want to add a third.
10: You can't play boxing. (laughs)
4: <laughs> right. No doubt. no, right. doubt. <laughs> no doubt. So, so Ricky played 14 years in the major leagues. He made the all-star team in 2011, all that. We know played, had some great success with the Brewers, played for the Diamondbacks, but now tell us, you know, what he's doing now uh, in the community, which I think is awesome. Yeah.
10: Well, he's, for one, he's a consultant to anybody that wants to know, learn how to hit. You know, this is the guy you call. Uh, he and his brother, who's bro- his brother played in the majors briefly also. They, they have a program on camps that they run in the Orlando area. And then they, you know, got a call from the organization that ran the All-Star game and, and was able to, you know, help the young players there become a face so they could see an, an HBCU graduate had success in baseball. So he's just doing all he can uh, to just make sure that black kids play the game and get the support for those that do play the game for those that are successful. So, you know, kudos to Ricky for, for doing that. And, hey, it was a hard time to catch him because he does so much uh, in, in his community and, and around baseball. Uh, but I was glad to finally get in touch with him and, and able to do the story
4: man there it is go take a look at it on undefeated.com his name is Branson Wright his brother knows baseball I appreciate you thanks for joining the podcast and we'll see you down
0: the road Branson anytime anytime there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you
7: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
4: In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside the Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station.